Thank you, platform musicians. Amen. Praise God. How many glad to be in the house of God again? Amen. Amen. On a Sunday night, wouldn't want to be any other place but in the house of God tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Again, it's a privilege to be here uh, this evening, and again, kind of a privilege for my pastor to allow me to minister, talk to most of our baby works today, as Brother Jamar mentioned, uh, 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 great testimonies of different things happening from the field, talked with Pastor Kovos, he had about 37, 38 in service, uh, he started up uh, his teen ministry, he actually has some of uh, Megan and uh, Hakeem leading that, and so already have people in ministry. Had 11 people in their, uh, you know, their, their teen ministry. And so, how I many know God's moving? Uh, talked with Pastor Paul today. He told me, uh, you, know, you know, there's a little bug going around in this church. So a few was out. But he said one lady in particular, you know, she was partying all night. Uh, she said she was going to come to church. The last minute she said she wasn't. Next thing he know, uh, I guess she found the ride of her and her two kids. They came to church, got saved, uh, told Pastor Paul afterward that she really wanted to make some spiritual decisions to live for God. So things are happening in the baby words. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. Amen. I mean, that's why, uh, as Pastor always says, that's why we invest and send them, right? So they can go build churches. And so uh, great reports there. Amen. Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, you can turn with me to the book of Acts, chapter 6, 1 through 4, very familiar portion of scripture. The book of Acts, chapter 6, 1 through 4. Somebody say God's going to help us tonight. Amen. Acts 6, 1 through 4. How many know that in the world of business, there are specific things that a hiring uh, manager uh, will most likely be looking for in an individual that he or she is considered to hire? How many know that? Anybody that's employed know what I'm talking about? If you're not employed, you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> We're going to have fun with this one tonight. But when you begin to think about uh, 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 hiring and process, etc., one of the things that might come to mind is the application. How many know on that application because they don't know you, uh, you know they're taking what you have there for face value, but they're going to do some research. Uh, one of the things they're going to look for is how many know the work experience. See, have you been working or not? Right? You begin to think about, you know, your work experience in that particular job as well as other jobs and other work experiences. Perhaps they're going to look at technical skills, referrals, or degrees, or certificates of such if you have them. How many know uh, uh, the person hiring, uh, you know, as it begins to shift towards the interview? How many been in, them in famous interviews? You're nervous, and you're just hoping that, you know, they pick you out of dollar 20, right? And so one of the things that that interviewer might uh, look uh, for, you know, with the eyeball test is possibly your dress attire. How I many know, don't go to the interview with some Jordans and jogging pants on. Most likely, they're not going to hire you. Just a tip for the year. But they're going to look for dress attire, perhaps, uh, to see how confident you are. Uh, how I many know, being on time helps. They're looking at that, seeing how ambitious uh, one might be. Let's just go along and say time goes along and they hire this individual. This person is hired, and now there's talks in the company possibly wanting to promote this person to perhaps a leadership position or perhaps a position that involves working with more people. What would be a crucial quality that this person that's going to hire 
this individual that's going to be working with people and leading people? Anyone want to take a shot at that? What would be a crucial quality that, you know, they may be looking for as it involves people? Anyone? You yell it out. Say, say, Pastor Nicholson. People skills. I want to preach a sermon that I've entitled, How is Your People Skills? He hit it right on the head. I thought I was going to have to keep going around. He hit it right on the head. People skills. This would be one of the qualities, uh, you know, uh, that, uh, you know, that's going to look for. And how many know if this is indeed true for the workplace, uh, how many know uh, it doesn't change in God's place? When you begin to think about the house of God, and again, I want to preach a sermon I've entitled, when I ask you to self-evaluate and challenge yourself this evening, as well as myself, because see, your ability or inability, listen to me clear, to have people skills as a Christian will indeed determine how effective or how ineffective you would be with people. This would be key to how fruitful we are or not fruitful. This would be the key to the healthiness of our relationship with people and so on and so on. And see, you may be very well here tonight uh, and you have a lot of dog years, so to say, uh, in the kingdom. Perhaps you've been around for years. Uh, perhaps you've been around for decades, uh, etc. But without people skills, listen to me, without having proper people skills and interacting with people, you'll soon find out how less effective you're going to be. In the long haul. So I really want to focus in tonight. Because I believe this is very critical, church. Because we can go through the, some of the catalytics we've been around a while and various different things. But now we have to really evaluate ourselves and look at how are my people skills. Could this be the link to being more fruitful? Can this be the meat of the me uh, personally working with people? And I want to look into a uh, scripture uh, that, that really hints on this. Uh, this evening, Acts 6, 1 through 4. It says, Now in the days when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists, because their widows were neglected in their daily distribution. Then the twelve summoned the multitudes of the disciples and said, It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Let us pray, church. Heavenly Father, God, we ask God right now, God, oh, God, that you will help us, God, in this area of having people skills, God. God, help us to understand tonight in detail what this means, God, uh, what this means uh, in our life, uh, what this means in our interaction with people as well as the ministries we over are in. God, I ask God right now that you will help us, God, uh, having no confidence in this flesh, God, uh, oh, but God, relying on the Holy Ghost to move and minister to your people. And we ask all these things in the mighty, in the mighty name of Jesus and all God's people said amen and amen. How? Is your people skills this evening? I want to look at our first point. Let's be honest. How many know honesty wins all the time? Especially when you're honest about yourself. You know, when it comes to developing and having people skills, I believe a crucial element will involve a person's ability to be honest about what people skills you have which ones you lack, which ones you need more work on, and even the ones that you don't. 
being honest. In our text, the apostles made it clear that there, were, uh, there was an evaluation of these men that were going to be appointed uh, over this fair of business concerning working with people. Verse 3 says, Therefore, brethren, seek out from among you seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom, whom we made appoint over this business. This verse implies uh, that the apostles are wanted men uh, of a certain criteria. Men of good reputation, men full of the Holy Ghost, uh, men uh, full of wisdom. And at the same time, how many of there were others that were there and must have asked the question to themselves, why not us? In verse 1 of this text, it also speaks about another crowd of people. It said in those days, uh, there were a number of disciples that were multiplying. One could imagine that a few probably was thinking, you know, why not me? You know, I, I'm, full of the, I'm full of the Holy Ghost. I, I have a, uh, some wisdom, but is it possible that they lacked in their reputation? You see, your reputation is something that you have to build and work on, not God. And a lot of your reputation is built upon your people skills. It says men of good reputation. In other words, not how you see yourself, but how others are, how you work well, well, well or well or not with people. People skills are defined as the skills used to communicate or interact with others effectively. I love that word effectively. You've been tracking me for the last two years. I've been on that word. Everything is about being effective, not just doing something tonight. But how effective are you with people? Not that you work with people. Not that you have them over from time to time. How effective are you? Believe it relies on your people skills. Some of it. You see, more than often or not, having a healthy evaluation of ourselves is a good way to challenge ourselves as well as to keep us honest about ourselves, especially when it comes to the realm of people and having people skills. I want to talk about a few areas of people skills that I believe we can use some help in and get better. How many know we all can get better? Amen. Raise your hand if you can get better at your people skills. Come on, somebody, we're in the right church. How about your ability to, to relate to others? Let's start there. If you're going to be able to relate to others, uh, you have to tap into some people skills. How many of the apostles uh, would have not uh, placed these seven men uh, with these women uh, if they didn't uh, believe that they weren't able to relate to them? You see, relating to people does not mean that you have to have the same problem to relate. But it does mean that you are able to sympathize. Amen. It does mean that whatever, you know, whatever cause uh, you will make the attempt to relate. See, your ability, inability to relate with people will be essential in your relationship with people. Rather, that's the people you're working with tonight. You know, new converts that you're trying to reel into the kingdom. Rather, that's your brothers and sisters that you're laboring beside, amen. All of this matters on, on how well you're able to relate. And as a believer in the house of God, how many of you have to be able to relate to people? This will involve understanding and having observation of people. How many know when you are a observer of people, uh, many times uh, it helps you to relate to them? Learning to observe people uh, will help you better interact with people. As you begin to talk to people, you begin to hear their story, right? You begin to hear certain dynamics and various different things. Uh, it helps you as you become observer of people. It helps you to better interact with them. Relating uh, uh, with people will involve people that are sometimes different from you and I. Come on, somebody. See, right here we get stuck. 
Oh, they're different. Uh, they think different, etc. Listen, uh, you better learn how to relate. This, this, this involves having people skills. Perhaps they are, have polar opposite of personalities than, than yours. It can be that they are of a different uh, ethnic group or whatever the case may be. Uh, listen, uh, it is our job as Christians, amen, to find mutual ground to relate. Relating to people comes with the understanding that there are cultural differences. Come on. Meaning that people uh, act different, may even dress different. I remember talking with Pastor Campbell a few years back uh, when we was getting ready to go to Africa. And one of the things he said at the dinner table, he said, Dion, uh, you're going to have to understand culture when you go there. How they see things uh, or, you know, uh, what dynamics, uh, you know, what's rude, what's not rude. Understanding culture helps you to interact and relate to the people that you're trying to win for God. You see, the enemy will ultimately try to get us to believe that we can't relate to certain people because of our differences. You, said the, you see, the Hebrews and the Hellenists had some disagreements, but see, the centerpiece was still Jesus. The Hellenists were these, these considered these new, uh, you know, uh, 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 Christians from the Greek culture. They looked at, the, you know, the Hebrews as holier than thou. Yes, they had some issues or whatever, but the centerpiece was still Jesus. And you see, you have to remind yourself that the common denominator of the people that we're trying to relate to have to do with Jesus Christ. That is the common denominator. In other words, you don't have to be alike. You don't have to like the same food. You don't have to talk and act, and, you know, but the centerpiece is Jesus. That is our, your, the centerpiece to relating with anyone, despite their personality, despite their background. And see, when Jesus is the centerpiece, how many know it makes it easier to relate to any difference? Again, the Hebrews were those are Jews are more inclined to embrace Jewish culture and were mostly from Judea. While the Hellenists were those Jews more inclined to embrace Greek culture and mostly were from all over the Roman Empire. But both of these new Christians uh, had, had, you know, uh, related with Jesus. How many know your ability to relate to people will help you even in times of disagreement with people. Come on, somebody. When you have people skills of relating to people that perhaps disagree with you, how many know it allows you and I to agree to disagree with mutual respect? Uh, in other words, they don't have to end an argument. While at the same time letting uh, them know you, you understand their position. See, these are people skills right here. When you're ever able to have a disagreement with a brother or sister and look, say, hey, look, we disagree here, you know, whatever. Uh, but, you know, I understand your position. I understand uh, where you're coming from. People ain't got no people skills always end up arguing right here. All out fallouts because there's disagreements. So like I said earlier, you have to evaluate yourself and be honest and say, hey, what are the areas, what are the people's skills that I lack? Which ones I'm strong at? Which ones I need to contend and believe God for? So we have to be honest with ourselves and ask the question, do I have strong com communication skills? How many of this is probably the most fundamental people skill because it encompasses your persona and ability to get along with others? Having strong communication skills allows a person the ability to persuade others to listen to your ideas. This details uh, uh, tone uh, as well as demeanor. How many know our, our tone and our demeanor uh, uh, communicates things as well? 
how we're looking, uh, our demeanor, uh, our tone uh, when talking with people, engaging with people. All of these things are stronger communication skills that you and I are, need, are needing to have if we're going to be effective with people. See, how's your people skills tonight, church? How are your people skills? What are those people skills I need to really work on? Do you possess the people skill of being patient with others? That's a, that's a people skill. Best believe uh, that the seven that were chosen to have, uh, you know, uh, had, had to have patience with a bunch of widows. Come on, somebody. Patience indeed uh, is a people skill and a people skill that many don't have. How I many know we are to display patience with people that comes with understanding, uh, prayer, amen, and not being so quick to respond? See, if you're patient with others and keep a level head in stressful, it helps you keep a level head in stressful situations. How about knowing how and when to show empathy is a strong people skill? Having the ability to place yourself in someone else's shoes is a people skill. Because many times we can be very insensitive. Insensitive to people's situations uh, and circumstances, but that becomes a people skill uh, when you don't allow, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, being insensitive uh, to somebody else's situation. Meaning that they know that you care. One man said that empathy allows a person to create relationships with others and provide essential insight into a person's motives and the reason people's responses or possibly a certain way. In other words, when you emphasize with someone, uh, you begin to understand where they're coming from. You understand that, hey, you know, that could be tough. It allows you to have more grace and mercy. Again, church, uh, simple things tonight, but listen, this is important. Because how are your people skills? This, is the, this hang, your fruit hangs on this. So the, the success of your ministry hangs upon this. I remember that third thing in that interview, uh, yeah, they got the job, yeah, they looked at the application, yeah, but then when it comes down to hiring over people, they're looking for what Pastor Nicholson said, people skills. You can have all the experience in the world, you can have all the years, you can have all that, but how do you work with people? Because that's what's going to advance the, 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 the company. That's what's going to, you know, uh, you being able to lead, take charge, being respected in such a position. How about the ability to be open-minded, church? How many of this people skill is crucial for those that are over ministries? The ability to create and trust and respect other people's opinions as well as people's point of view and feedback. In other words, you're open, amen, to the people that you're leading. You ain't just, oh, no, that's a dumb idea. How could you think about that? Where do you get that from? Why are you here? <laughs> That's none of us right now. But having an open mind, especially when you're over ministry to other people's ideas about various different things. The ability to trust. What about the ability to, of knowing uh, what to say sometimes? Amen? This involves just a little common sense. It's not really not a skill, but I got it here. Knowing what, how, and what to say Knowing what and how and when to say things to others is critical. How many know, for example, someone just lost their job? It's probably not a good idea to tell them about your promotion. <laughs> Simple people skills right there, man. This ain't rocket science. 
You're like, oh, man, you know, I lost my job. I don't know what I'm going to eat, man. I don't know what my next meal is. Like, man, I got a promotion, bro, about $30, $30 bro. <laughs> Bad timing. It's very easy for them to be like, oh, man, you just, you know. Amen? Listen, that may seem very trivial, but listen, it's one of the primary reasons why people encounter communication breakdown with each other church. Say, so how's your people skills? Secondly, I want to look at are you hearing or listening? This is the people skill. Do you hear people or do you listen to them? In verse 1 in our text, the Bible says there rose a complaint. But in the later verses, the Bible says the 12 summoned, of the, uh, summoned uh, some of the disciples and came up with a game plan and appointed certain men over the business and affairs of the people. And what that means is somewhere along uh, uh, the line, how many know the apostles had to listen? Now, they didn't just overlook it. Yeah, they, they had to do other different things, uh, but they made sure that, that that business was taken care of. In other words, uh, they listened to the lead. See, your ability, ability to listen to people is crucial and critical people skill that you and I are going to have to have and obtain if you're going to work effectively with people. Not just working with people. I want you to really dig that in. Not just working, effectively working with people. Let me help some of you out this evening. Did you know that there's a difference between hearing something and listening to something? Amen. See, hearing requires no effort. But listening does. How I many of we hear things all the time, right? We hear buses and traffic and birds chirping and dogs barking. It don't take no effort for that. It just comes natural because that's one of your five senses. But listening, amen, it takes effort. And when you're listening to people, when people are crying out to you or talking to you, amen, it would do you well if you're going to be effective with that person to listen and not just hear them. Listen. See, having uh, active listening skills would take you a long way with people because ultimately people know that you genuinely care. This translates to them that they know you're praying for them. Like I said earlier, it shows that you have empathy to the issues and the circumstances of their life. See, people that only hear someone uh, 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 speak and not listen often start from a response in their mind. In other words, uh, people that only hear people, uh, they start talking before the person even finished. You ever been talking with somebody, you're trying to explain and, and different stuff, and you know, and they just butt in and start talking? They're not listening to you. They're just hearing you. I've had uh, people come to me, uh, or I've had talks with people about something, uh, you know, uh, uh, people, something they thought pastor said, or I said in a sermon, uh, and when I go back to show them, or, or talk to, I had one, one guy, you know, a while back, you know, uh, he was coming out, and, uh, you know, a pastor was preaching on, uh, uh, it was something dealing with the 4th of July, uh, or whatever, and he texted me, he was like, yeah, you know, pastor, man, he, uh, you know, he said something about slavery, man, I ain't like it, man. I don't know what he say. So he goes on, he's saying stuff. I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't sound like my pastor, but let me, let me give it. So I go listen to the whole sermon. People skills, listen, I could have done whatever, man. You know, but I wasted, you know, a whole hour and some change, you know, just to save this brother. I said, when's the minute, Mark? I don't know, bro. I said, okay, fine. Listen to the whole sermon. Pastor didn't say not even close to what this man thought he heard. He, was, he heard but he wasn't listening. 
He heard. He thought he heard something. But he wasn't listening. Church, there's a difference, church. There's a big difference, church. When you begin to think about this. Listen, listen to people. It takes you a long ways. Can you say amen? amen? You know, again, you, you begin to think about a person that actually learns to listen to people and usually produce good results for people. Again, listening to people is indeed a people skill because, again, it means that, that you're listening without interruption. It means you're genuinely interested in have to say. People know when you're truly interested. Can you say amen, church? Learning how to listen uh, and, you know, and take time to think and process uh, before just responding. It takes practice, but it pays off. You know, one man said there's a reason that we were given uh, two ears and one mouth. I said, right, that makes sense. Think about it. We got two of everything. You know, we got two legs, uh, two arms, uh, two ears. Uh, you know, imagine that we had two mouths. <laughs> boy, some of us, boy, woo I ain't going to say, say my name, boy. <laughs> boy, some of we had two miles, boy, we'd be in trouble. There's a reason. God know what he's doing, even when he created the body. How many, how, you know, two ears, you know, two legs. I can't give you one mouth. <laughs> he looked at such a, especially you, you, <laughs> one mouth. I might even take your tongue for you. I'm just saying. Listen, people skills don't just involve itself around what you're saying, but listening, church. There's a story of a man who went to the doctor to ask about his wife's hearing. He said, Doc, my wife's hearing isn't as good as it used to be. What should I do? The doctor replies, here's a test uh, so you can go find out for sure. The next time your wife is standing in the kitchen making dinner, move about 15 feet behind her and ask her a question. If she doesn't respond, keep moving closer and asking the question until she hears you. The man goes home. He finds his wife in the kitchen cooking. So he moves about 15 feet behind and asks her. He says, honey, what's for dinner? There's no response. So he moves closer. Honey, what's for dinner? Still no response. He steps even closer and says, honey, what's, what's for dinner? Still nothing. Now he's standing directly behind her. He says, honey, what's for, what's for dinner? His wife turned around and said, for the fourth time I said chicken. See, unfortunately, some people only have the skill of hearing and not listening. The whole time, he's the problem. He's the one that, you know, can hear. <laughs> How many know people are, has mastered this skill of hearing and not listening? How many know people that are in jail doing 25 to life have mastered the skill of hearing because they didn't listen to nobody? Most people that are doing 25 of life are, that are in jail constantly over and over is because they never mastered the skill of listening. They only heard. They only heard, oh, you shouldn't do this, but they're back in jail. They only heard that you shouldn't do that. But those that listen, I mean, they learn. And what I'm saying, church, is those who cannot, uh, if you, those that can communicate with people by listening, uh, listen, you work well with people very long. Are you listening to people, church? Are you just hearing them? How many know listening is healthy? Dr. James Lynch, of co-director of, uh, of the Clinic of Laboratories at the University of Maryland, said that listening to people is even good for your health. It is documented that blood pressure rises when people speak and lowers when they, when they listen. Studies show that blood pressure is actually lowered uh, when people are listening as opposed to talking. 
Some of our blood pressure just got better just listening to that. See, Jesus also chose to listen to people rather than hearing people. Consider the account of Jesus and blind uh, Bartimaeus in, in Mark 10, 46-48. It says, Now they came to Jericho, and he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude. And blind Bartimaeus, the son of, T- of Timaeus, sat at the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Uh, then many warned him to be quiet, uh, but he cried out the more, son of David, have mercy on me. See, the difference because Jesus healed him. I mean, I know the, the difference was that Jesus um, didn't just uh, hear him. He listened to him. Amen. Everybody else heard him. That's why the Bible said they dismissed him. But see, Jesus listened. Instead of dismissing this man, cry like everyone else did. How I many know Jesus chose to listen as opposed to hearing? You see, this is why having people skills involved listening is so critical. Because listening compels us to action. Listen, I'm not here to tell you that you need to address every need that someone has, amen, uh, but it can't be a common practice that you're always dismissing them, neither. People have needs in the church, uh, various different things. Uh, this can be financial. Uh, this can be a, a spiritual uh, advice that may require a little bit more time than you want to give. Uh, this can be uh, places or uh, resources, uh, vehicles, uh, perhaps places to stay, etc. We can't make a pattern uh, of, you know, of dismissing the need. Let me just say this. If you're going to have people skills and you're going to be able to relate, listen, you have to have a heart to help to see the need and don't just, uh, you know, uh, not uh, take it upon your shoulders because it inconvenience you. Well, how long is this? Uh, I got to change that. I got to do that. What if you had that same need? Listen. Your help for people sometimes will be a test of character to see if it's really about helping or is it really about just doing something. You see, when it comes to, to helping people, it also brings about your motive of helping people when things hit the fan. I know every need isn't going to be comfortable to your liking. That's why it's a need, especially when it's dealing with people. Some needs that people have will stretch you out past your comfort zone a little bit. Don't be so quick. You know, a lot of times, you know, uh, oh, you know, uh, let me let me talk to the pastor. Let me see what the church can do. Could you do it? Could you do the same thing that we want to cast on the church to do? Could you do it? Could you bear some of the weight? Can you help? Can you hear the, the, the listen to the cries of the people versus just dismissing it by just only hearing? How I many know some needs of people will involve you listening with the inner ear? What am I talking about? Take the account of Jesus and the woman in the issue of blood. The Bible says here she is uh, and as she's walking, uh, you know, the, the scripture says that many people were talking or touching Jesus. Uh, based, Many commentators said based upon her issue, uh, she, she wanted to be healed, but she didn't want her healing, uh, you know, just to be on public display. Uh, you can only imagine she's there. Everybody's reaching out to her. People's getting healed. Uh, and all these people, uh, when she touches Jesus, uh, it got God's attention. The Bible said virtue left out of him. And that word virtue means power. It means ability. She got instantly healed uh, when she touched Jesus. Uh, you know, that e, that, you know, in other words, uh, Jesus was able to see the need without it being said. 
Sometimes people have needs. You, you know situations. You heard situations that came across your ear. There's, do you have that inner ear to be sensitive? The Bible said virtue left out of Jesus. Healing left out of God. Her brokenness, her relationships possibly restored. If someone touched you for a need, what would come out of you? Would it be anger? What virtue would come out of you tonight? Would it be I don't want to? What would come out if someone reached out and touched you? Does anger leave you? Does excuses leave your body? Does un the thought of being uncomfortable leave church? I want to look at having people skills resolve matters. Having people skills resolve matters. In our text, the Bible says that these women here had a conflict they're there, obviously, and the Bible says that these people, apparently some of the Christians uh, from the Hellenistic background, uh, background believe that the widows among the Hebrew Christians received better care. And the Bible says there was a conflict. You know, it wasn't suggested that it was deliberate, but nevertheless, it brought about a conflict among the two groups. And here it is. We see they appoint people with people skills to resolve the matter. See, having people skills allow us, amen, to resolve Conflicts, can you say amen? Situations, circumstance. Now, how many know you ain't got no people skills and you just talking and you and that person trying to resolve something, it ain't going to go very well. Especially two people with no people skills. You know what that equal? <laughs> That's a fight. You know, one person with people skills and one that don't, okay, might can die now. Because when somebody got people skills, but two people ain't got no people skills, that goes to blows. That means there ain't no talking. That means a little bit of talking and more scrapping. But listen now, when you got people skills, it helps you to resolve conflicts. Matthew 18, 15, Pastor touched on this earlier. If your brother sins against you, go tell him his fault between you and him alone. How many know you can go directly to that person and deal with it? Amen. That you can deal with it, or either you can drop the matter under Christian long suffering and bear uh, each, as Ephesians 4 2 says, uh, so let's remember, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. You got options there. You can go with a person, amen, and talk to them about it, or, or listen, you can resolve it here. Can I tell you a secret, church? Uh, everything doesn't have to come to Pastor and I, you can resolve it. Oh, we need a break. I'm going to just say it. You can talk. You can meet with them. You can go have some coffee. You can break down, listen, you know, I got this problem, etc. Amen. Like Pastor said this morning, when that happens, uh, by doing this, uh, you bypass the tattletale spirit. As well as it leading to gossip to others because you resolve the conflict with them. Listen, having people skills uh, doesn't have to uh, just, uh, just bene be beneficial as it complies to conflict, but it can be beneficial just with you wanting to go to your brother or sister about something. Something simple. It can be a misunderstanding. It can be something that you desire to clear up. Have the conversation. Listen, I get it. 
Cause part of it, you know, uh, you know, we, you know, it can be not even a conflict; it can be just something. Uh, and what happens is uh, the enemy begins to bombard our minds. If I go to this person, even though as simple as it might be, uh, there may be an argument. There may be a situation. Well, what if it ain't? What if it is not? Listen, some of us need to stop allowing the devil to lie to you. I was talking to a brother a couple of weeks ago about this very thing. We were just having a discussion and talking about it. And it's that most people uh, just don't want to go uh, and have the conversation with their brother because they are afraid of the worst. They are afraid. But you know what? That's the only thing that does is build up uh, contentment in your head. It get you, 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 you're able to form your own opinion about the situation. Depending on what it is, it only just gets worse because you're sitting on it versus having the conversation. Being able to talk to one another. Listen, this is people skills I'm talking about, church. I'm talking about real stuff. Listen, church. Because I get it. People not wanting to, you know, uh, to offend people, etc. And, and therefore, we don't have the discussion. But the reality is somewhere, you have to trust that two Christians have the ability to talk. Somewhere. What are we going to church for? What you read your Bible for? Why do you pray? It's just for nothing else for these real situations. So you can control yourself. So you can have the right tone. So you can have the right demeanor. So that you can go in love. And make it happen. This is why. It ain't just for your health. It's for real life situations that could come to pass. Somewhere you have to trust your brother and sister enough that we will hey, be Christians or, or vice versa. Stop allowing the devil to stop you from talking to each other. Hey, be the first to go to them. The Bible says when the conflict arose between the two groups, uh, it was the apostles that made the first move to resolve the issue. They didn't wait on anyone. How many know it was Jesus who made the first move in our lives uh, when he fixed our broken relationship with him? Hey, God, you, you, you begin to think about our interactions with people and you see how God did everything first. Amen. He forgave first. Tell you to forgive. Amen. Tell you, you know, he died first. Died to yourself. He led an example in every way, uh, and even here, he was the first to make a move uh, with the relationship that we broke with him. See, how we deal with conflict, we have to remember that your response is indeed your responsibility. I'm going to say that again. Your response is your responsibility, church. See, having people skills helps us to be honest with ourselves by beginning with, with what's our fault. Think about that. How many conflicts are typically drenched and caused by self-centeredness and pride? Amen. And honestly, listen, if we are able to sometimes uh, it within a uh, complain about one another, etc., you know, because it's a hard thing in real time to, you know, someone coming at you or whatever, and you begin to kind of consider, well, what is my fault? Like, no one does that. That's, that's a holier holy than down person right there now. You're in the midst of something, you're like, okay, yeah, what's well, so what my fault? You know what I mean? You lie, I ain't do that, I ain't say that. That's what comes out. Oh, I ain't say it like that, but we take the time, like, man, could, 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 is there something? Do I, do, did, I, did I play a part, church? I close and challenge you tonight, church. How are your people skills?
How many know conflicts don't resolve by themselves? They will only get worse over time if left unchecked. The apostles uh, made mention of these men with having people skills of a type of reputation, being full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. And so how does God want you to handle situations tonight, church? I believe we have to evaluate. That, again, the people skills that, skills that you know uh, that you've developed over the year, glory be to God. Stay at it. Keep operating in, in them. But then there's people skills. I talked about some of them tonight. The ability to relate to people, to have empathy, to have uh, communication skills, to be able to be patient with people, to be able to work with people, and not just work with people, but labor beside the people that you're trying to win for Jesus. Can you say amen? How's your people skills? Because I believe it's right here. We begin to understand this. Because listen, this, is, this revolves on you. This ain't just, you know, yeah, we feel with, like, yeah, many people were there. Many people was in the multiple. They're, they're filled with the Holy Ghost, perhaps full of wisdom. But what was that coming? Why? Why those seven? I believe they had a little bit of people skills. Their reputation was built on people skills. Can you say amen? Cover every head, bow every eye closed tonight.